Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. We want to know your stories this evening about uh, the excuses that you were given and some of the red flags from an ex when they were doing the dirt on you. You could win yourself a beautiful beautiful toy from playblue.ie go f*** yourself that's what you can do with the toy once you get it but in a beautiful relaxing orgasmic kind of way so drop us in a message how did you find out things weren't uh, as they seemed what were some of the excuses that you got and what were some of the red flags that made you kind of go hmm what was going on 87 now we'll read out this man's name uh, I wouldn't no I wouldn't read out his name uh, but I'll read the message. So the mother of my two kids told me that she was bringing my daughter to Photo Wildlife Park and called me for directions on the way down, which I gave her while I was at my very, very ill son's hospital bed. God. And it turned out she didn't even go to Photo, but instead went to Cork to hook up with her bit on the side, who was one of her previous boyfriends. She got me good. Now, is that not the most infuriating? How did you find out about it? And also, where was your daughter in all of this? Like, did she actually bring her with her or... Oh, that's rough. There's so much, so much to unpack there. There's so much Did to she drop off your daughter with a friend or did you go down and went... Like, what, did what your was... daughter tell you that she ended up in some guy's house? Yeah. Uh, Photo Wildlife Park. It looked uh, very much like a hotel off the main road in Cork. It's like it looked like a jury's in down. Like if you went and then you asked your daughter, hey, "Did you enjoy Photo Wildlife Park?" Yeah. No, oh, we didn't go. Like what we went, we then? went to a man's house. <laughs> what? Oh, some people. Sorry to that texture. Yeah, that is. I that, hope you're okay. Uh, yeah. I uh, am. Um, yeah. It doesn't sound like it. No, but I think you're better off. Oh, 100%, yeah. You're definitely better off without. God. That's, yeah, that's I want to know, if you want to share a bit more, like, where was the daughter in all of this? And ultimately, how did you find out? And that must have been explosive. Mm. Explosive. Oh, my God. Yeah. Give us some, some details. I'm very nosy now. You're sitting there invested. in hospital yeah. with your son. Dear God. Like, oh, the I feel, oh, I I feel a bit of your rage. I'm getting very, but I, I, I can get, I'm getting angry reading your messages. But I'm sure that that was only like at at percent of what you actually felt in yeah, the moment. I can imagine. Played a fool, asking for directions as well. Like, <laughs> to 
trying to throw him off the scent I don't know oh yeah ma- yeah maybe I'll ask him for directions and that'll that'll convince him yeah oh god that's infuriating oh it is sorry that that happened to you well, look at least you know that's the best thing isn't it I imagine you, you didn't know you still at it that's could the other thing that's the other thing there's, there's a good chance there's someone listening to us right now yeah whose other half is riding someone else in this very moment and they've no idea I know they think they're working or they're away or my missus has ample opportunity to be riding every second lad under the sun she does actually because we work these hours yeah I've no way to call her no three her right now are you riding that? She knows. And you know, most people have to just rely on the fact that they said they're going to work, but they could yeah. come in any second. Yeah. People know where we are at all times. Yeah, we can't get away with it. Can't get away with it. So she could Imagine. definitely be like, yeah, he's, he's not going to be worry. back. She, she just leaves the radio on. It's like, ah, oh, he's still there. Yeah. Idiot. Imagine. God. Oh, I'm going to start getting paranoid, getting everyone paranoid. Oh, look at this message. Again, I'm not going to say any names. I was suspicious and checked the cookies on the laptop, then entered frequently called calls into the WhatsApp, identified who he was in frequent contact with, found her on Facebook, found her fiancé and told him and checked the bank records, etc. They were enjoying nice five-star hotels while I was at home with oh! the baby. Oh, my God. Oh, that's some serious detective work right there. Wow. Oh, my God. You beautiful lady, by the way. Wow. What? Yeah, that is some detective work. I wonder, I want, I want to know though, right? You'd, you'd have to be suspicious before that. Th- though, that's what you? I mean. She says she was suspicious. What made you suspicious? Do you know what I mean? Like, what was it that made you go and check the cookies on the laptop? Yeah. Genius, by the way. Some hacker level stuff here. Oh, while you're, not, like, while you're at your for- most vulnerable with your baby. Scumbag. Absolute scumbag. Do you know what the lad's excuse is? You're just pouring all your attention into the baby and I get nothing. <sighs> I've needs too. My God. But like, imagine that. Like, there's one thing being in a relationship for a few years or like a long time and finding that out and then you can just walk away and leave oh, and all the rest of it. Baby on board. Then yeah. you get married. That's awkward as well. I remember somebody found out that their partner was cheating on them the day that they were getting married. And they continued. They got married and they're still married, but like, she hates them. Uh, just, she was too embarrassed to call off the wedding last minute. Uh, and then God, you would be, wouldn't you? Be, be mortified, so embarrassed, because yeah, you'd have to ring around like yeah. whatever people pay 100, for their hotel yeah. rooms and stuff. You'd just... put on a brave face, yeah. And go, you're, do you swear to it? No, no. You, 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 you go call in... it off. You'd have to go into hiding for ages because you'd be just so ashamed yeah. and embarrassed by what has <gasps> happened. And then, of course, there's the, you know, loved stage of where you're, you're, you're there with a baby. Mm. You've had a baby. It's the best thing in the world, and the last thing you expect is your partner doing the dirt at that time uh, he used to work in Dublin and we lived uh, elsewhere he used to say he was going to stay at his mom's to save on petrol oh my god no no I'm sorry the next message at this poor person's ending is even worse his mother covered for him and lied to my face when he wasn't even in the country I actually have shivers down my spine actually oh all my over god. my body oh my god I don't know if that's worse than the lad who found out the photo island trip. Mm, no, that's way worse. How long were you together? Were you married? Like, what's the story? It gets worse. Oh, oh God. Yeah, it gets bloody worse. <laughs> Do you know what? We're just going to be here all night and I'm happy to stay here all night. Oh, only laughing. Not laughing because it's funny, laughing because it's tragic. Do you know, it's just so upsetting. It's so, so upsetting. 
because you put all your trust in someone you get married and I don't know if you're stop, married stop 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 you decide to have a baby together and oh. like literally they I, turn I, your world upside down how can you get back right. with someone that has done that and then you feel guilt because yeah. you have a baby and you're you know, you're hoping that maybe the baby will have both parents there. And I know that's not always the way. My parents were separated from when I was younger. But like, that's what you hope for. And then something like that happens and you just can't do it. I know. How can you sit there? How can you touch them again? You'd think that a baby would mature everyone up or men up. You'd think that, okay, you're a dad now. You're probably going one of two ways though. What, either, uh, so, what do you mean? Like either, As in yes or no, you're either going to man up and sort this out if you're yeah, acting. Or, or suddenly you're going... Like the absolute opposite. Can't deal with this of a kid now. I can't say the word. He is. Oh. And he leaves. And yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Is this recent, by the way, lovely lady? Uh, it gets worse. Eighteen years. He robbed me of so much. Eighteen years with this person. Again, you know them so well. You do not tend to question anything. God. Oh, I feel like, so bad for some of the messages we've had. Ha- have you a baby now? Like, is this recently? Has this recently happened to you? It happens so you much. Will get o- you will absolutely get over this. It happens so, so much. And I do firmly believe that everything happens for a reason. I really, oh, really it. do. No, it doesn't. I, Sometimes it the reason does. are people are assholes. People are assholes, but you weren't meant to be with that person. But what did she get from that person? A beautiful baby. That's what she got from that person. And same with the last guy. He got two beautiful kids yep. from that lady. Yes, she's a scumbag and this guy's a scumbag. But they've got some beautiful babies that you would not, if you could turn back time, you would not, you know, decide not to have that baby. You'd have the baby. Fair so enough. It brought so much joy. So when you think about, about it like that, you know, it happened for a reason. Now, the ones that haven't got married yet or find out in their wedding day, yeah. that I just, I, <laughs> I, I don't have an answer for that one because my God. Oh God! Uh, right, there's a couple of other texts which we will get to, but the the excuses you were given, or the red flags that popped up from your other half, and you kind of suddenly then realised, or after a while realised, oh, they're um, doing the dirt on me, and now you feel like an absolute idiot, an angered idiot, because you're like, how could I be so stupid? And that's a natural reaction. But you, when people take advantage of your trust, yeah, you've no reason to believe that someone would be doing this behind your back, and if you did. You know, you know what I mean you just don't you don't you think everything should be fine so let us know what were some of those red flags some of the excuses you got we have had I was dropping the lads home after a night out and I just stayed then for a couple of beers because I was driving it was uh, I'm staying in my mother's to save on petrol and then the mother lied to you oh oh it just, you just shows, you it just, just shows how he's brought up, doesn't it? You would just hate the world, wouldn't you? You'd be like, he didn't treat me with any respect. The mother didn't. You would just be like, no, I've lost all faith in humanity. Scumbags allowed them. Maybe she said she was bringing your daughter down to Photo Wildlife Park in Cork, but she was actually riding some lad in a hotel somewhere. Let us know what were the red flags that you saw, the excuses that you were like, something's not right here. 0876797104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Give you the opportunity to win one here on the show tonight to get yourself in the draw to win one of these. Get your hands on a beautiful, pleasurable, orgasmic vibrator. We just want to know were there warning signs, red flags, or excuses that you got from himself or herself when they were cheating? That made you kind of get a little bit suspicious. What were the excuses they gave you? We have had, had to drop the lads home after a night out because they were driving. And, uh, you know, 
person who texted and telling us that one said they felt really sorry because oh they're driving all the time and they're being sound with the lads go out and stay over don't worry about it we've had uh, they were living outside of Dublin drove up to Dublin he's like I'm just going to stay in the mother's tonight save on petrol you know because we're saving probably we're saving for the gaffer save for the mortgage it turns out he wasn't in the mother's he was in another woman's house and the mother lied to her as well can you believe that why then we had oh I'm taking our daughter down to photo wildlife park while the other son is sick in hospital turns out she was riding her ex in Cork City like scandal scandal and how many people are doing it and getting away with it right now I know I know you you're listening to us driving around now Two people in a car somewhere that shouldn't be shouldn't be doing what they're doing, ruining families. <laughs> yeah, it happens so much, so much. Yeah, you're not alone if it's happened to you. But my God, like, how could you put your trust in someone again? Yeah, the the message tonight for you is never trust anyone. Which is horrible because I'm so trustworthy. Like, I'm a really trustworthy person I would never ever cheat on anyone ever you're like okay cool go to photo I life park I'll see you when you get back but other people don't have the same morals you know what I mean our morals are gone now the church is gone our morals come from TikTok and OnlyFans what do we expect what do we expect it is true though I'm not saying cheating didn't happen back in the day of course it did everything is sexualized. people just use each other they just use each other yeah it's awful it's like I've said it before on the show say it again some people act like other people are disposable. Yeah. Swipe, swipe, swipe. You know, you're half a second judging someone. It's awful. Hate it. Okay, here's a message in. All I can say is that my baby daddy was a security guard of a nightclub and was with every girl that was walking while I was pregnant. Uh. He came home from a night's work late and wore a white shirt. And a girl's face was printed on his shirt while he was trying to get some... While he was trying to get a pump, pump... Like again at your most vulnerable while you're pregnant while you're carrying their bloody child like, I, I actually it makes me so angry it's a stereotype for bouncers yeah to be not all bouncers but just to be bouncers mm. hashtag not all bouncers but uh, I've I've known one or two bouncers who would take advantage of their position so to speak sure I remember back in the day when you'd be underage not allowed in the nightclub and they'd be happy to flirt with you Mm. and let you in if you gave them a little bit of flirting back and when you're a child and you do you know okay there's my number Mm. you know and you get into the nightclub when you think back dear god scum you're you're a fella who does that yeah just box in the face exactly game over Uh, Right, so bouncers. And if you're a bouncer and you haven't done it, you're the rare exception because a hell of a lot of bouncers do like Mm -hmm. trying out stuff that they shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, This is mad. I've caught my ex checking the mileage on my car to make sure I hadn't left the house while he was at work. Now that is is a red flag if ever I seen one. Get out of that relationship I know you have because he's your ex, but that is dangerous. Uh, And then I found out they were cheating on me and I should have been checking theirs. That is, that is controlling, insane behaviour. Yeah. I just can't imagine. Why would you go in and like check their mileage? That's like, whoa. Yeah. Did you do today, honey? No, no, I didn't. And then you feel the need to go out and, well, I'll see if this person's telling the truth. Now I'll check your mileage. Why is there an extra... T- like, like, he must have been checking not, it every day then. He right. must have checked it in the morning or whatever and then come back that evening and said, oh, you said you weren't out, but I checked the mileage. There's there's 10K on that. What's the story there? That's... It's worrying. 
That is very, very worrying. Yeah. Like, that's absolutely insane. Yeah, that is insane. And that's more than a red flag. That's like, okay. Okay. We got another message in. One One of my exes cheated on me. She slept with her ex. I found out we stayed together. Went out with... Wait. I found out we stayed together. Went out with the boys. Met some girl. He videoed it. But he didn't show her the next week. Went to the same nightclub and seen the same person I met the week before and she said nothing. So then I meet her again. Brought her home one of my, on my birthday and told the person I was with to leave that I didn't want to be with her anymore. I know this is cruel but karma's a... I don't really get that message. So they stay back together and then he did the dirt on her with someone else and was like, oh, screw you, I think. Okay. I don't think that works either. What? You don't meet them at their level. Why not? Fight fire with fire. No. Why not? I think you you have every right to. Of course you do. Yeah, but you're stooping to a level that you wouldn't usually stoop to just to get back at them. And if they're that scummy, they don't care. You've got to fight them. You know, when I say don't stoop to that level, but sometimes you've got to match what they're doing. I don't think so. Cheating on them and then... I don't know, I'd be a bit... Reluctant to do that now, but anyway. Okay. I but think I think we do have a clear winner in all of this. Yeah, I think the winner this evening will be the person who um, found out that while she was at home with the baby, her fellow was out in five star hotels doing the dirt on her. Mm-hmm. So you, person, if you send in your details, we'll get you that. Congratulations, you have uh, won that for this evening. You'll be able to go f- yourself. yourself. And use this as a turning point in your life because you have clearly been shafted huge amounts of times in the recent past and you have been asked to go and screw yourself because there's been several people there who have been an absolute bell end to you. But now you can take comfort and enjoy screwing yourself. Yes, you can. Because with the help of um, oh, yeah. Play Blue, you can only pleasure yourself, really, at the end of the day. You can become, make sure that you're putting yourself as number one from now on and start off with that. But uh, thanks for all those texts in this evening. A lot of... That that got... Drama. Yeah, that got uh, deep. Deep and traumatic. And mm, I feel anxious. I hope you're better for it now anyway. Thanks for all the messages that uh, got sent in oh, as well. We do that every Monday, by the way. One more, one more. A quick one, one more. I was with my ex from 15 years of age until I was 22 to find out my dad was sleeping with her but the worst part was to find out my two-year-old daughter was my dad's and they are still together. What the hell? Sorry, what? Sorry, what? Is this a true story? Is that true? Is that true? 15 to 22 and your dad was sleeping with her. And then you find out, oh my God. You find out. As a young dad, obviously you're you're obviously, what, 19, 20 when you have the kid and then you're Obviously leveled with that Your life is Not necessarily turned upside down I don't want to say You didn't want the kid But I'm presu- going to Presume that You didn't plan for a kid at 20 What? There was a surprise And that came along And you have to obviously Step up a man up to the plate And kind of go Here you go So hang on That's, that's your That's your half brother then Or Yeah Okay we're Come not gonna, from your we're, son we're, To we're, your brother We're not reading his name out obviously But it's a true story Pure scum Wow Dear God. You've gone from having a son to a brother. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. 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 I don't know what to say to that. And your poor mom. Imagine you were in that... God. Your poor mom. If they were together, maybe they weren't together, but Jesus Christ. Oh my Christ. God. Oh my God. And, and the worst part about all of that is, yeah, you have a, a, a two, is it a, but a you daughter? Can you imagine you have how, a sister. It's a, sorry, it's a sister, is it? You have a sister now, yeah? You can never get away from that girl. No. You can't ever get away from your dad. Like, Are you going to just cancel out your, your dad her and your sister. Do you know what? That must be. That must have been such a horrible, horrible shock. Imagine you know the the attachment you have to a kid. Two years raising it, and you're like, "Wow, this is the greatest thing ever! Amazing!" And how did it come out that it was possibly your dad's, and then it was your dad's? Oh my god! Oh, I'm not well after that. <laughs> wow. Jesus, I'm speechless. I'm just trying to process that and he, I've, I'm struggling to even comprehend what you what you sent in and then I can't even fathom what you had to go through because that must have been when you talk about your world being smashed to pieces your he, dad's meant to be your hero he used to drop her home and it happened apparently mm. my good god they're oh still my. together so your ex and your dad are still together now I do remember they have a, se- a second kid now dear, dear god I do remember, and uh, it's not obviously as similar to this one, but this girl I know, who's maybe your age, her mom was terminally ill, mm-hmm. and so it was her and her sister and her mom and dad, her mom was terminally ill. Her friend, who she grew up with, mm-hmm. when the mom passed away, got with the dad. So her friend, who she'd known since she was five, lived on the same road. Yeah. She's now, whatever, 32. Mm. got with the dad and now they have two kids yeah so her best friend from home is now her stepmom and she has two sisters sisters with oh god it's not just so traumatic (sighs) oh god lads this is heavy for a Monday (laughs) I don't know how you managed to deal with that but fair play because you're what 
And I take it you're not talking to him still? Like, that would actually be traumatic. And can you ever see a stage where you would water under the bridge and kind of say, you know what, that was horrible, but your family and let's just try and... What would you do? Build a bridge. Can you build a bridge? Can you? I, I wouldn't be, I, I'd never be able to bring myself to, to do that. That'd be game over. Yeah, but then do you not talk to your sister? You have a two-year-old sister now. Uh, She's no, completely I I, innocent in no, all of this. I know, yeah, I don't think I would. You wouldn't talk to her? I don't think so. Because it would just be such a reminder of the pain and how your life was thrown upside down and how and how your dad, who's meant to be your role model and your icon and your hero, who's meant to like pave the way for you and make you a man and then your girlfriend, nice. your first love as well, 15 oh. years of age. God. Oh, Jesus I think Christ with a lot man. of counselling though, you could, you could just oh. about get over that. Especially now, the dad situation, it's so wrong. It's just so disturbing. But it was your first girlfriend. Like, this wasn't someone that you'd married that, you know, that was like... I know, but those first relationships age. are very intense and you think you're... They are intense, but you do get over them as well. Yeah. I know, obviously, it will be a constant reminder and it'd be very disturbing. <laughs> but, yeah, either that or just cut the cut the ties and move country and never t- talk to them again. Yeah. I don't I'd know. say Christmas in your gaff is amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Drama what? is unreal. What wow. do you do? Thanks for sending oh, that I in. Oh, I feel sick with these messages. Lance. And how long ago was that? Because I hope you've sorted stuff out now well, in your own head. Well, if it's a second head. kid now, yeah. Have you come to terms with that now? Are you okay with the situation? Because now they have two kids. Um, like, I don't know what I do in that situation. Yeah, I think I just jump on a flight and leave. Bye! I'd leave all my emotional baggage behind. Yeah. Just run away. Oh, God, no. But you'd never want to come home to Ireland in case you bump into them and they're... Photo wildlife and she's shagging her ex and ah Jesus no wow a lot of drama out there thanks very much huge amount of drama uh, listen we do this every Monday evening we give away a beautiful toy from playblue.ie you can check out their website for all their latest stuff that they have on and uh, yeah pick this up next week woo, woo, woo we are woo. we are traumatised yeah we are sobbing right now dead we are sobbing and dead and I just cannot cope Right now, thanks for sending those in anyway, and I hope you're m- in a much better place right now, and that it ultimately worked out for the better in the long term. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Uh, poker face on the way tomorrow evening as well, uh, so uh, be sure to tune in for that. But right now, we have to do very important work, God's work, you might say. The Room 104 Sandwich World Cup. Heavy hitting important topics of the day here on Room 104. We are not in the Euros, unfortunately, so we created the Room 104 Sandwich World Cup so we can have a bandwagon to jump on. Yes, and we have literally got them going head to head as of tonight. I haven't checked where they're at yet on Twitter, but I'm sure it's tight. Yeah, so we're looking for the single greatest sandwich in Dublin of all time. And uh, last week we got the qualifiers and they've been put into the first set of groups and the first match day has kicked off this evening. Group stages are taking place on Twitter. It's the pinned tweet on FM104's Twitter page, at FM104, very simple, you can find it there. And you can vote on the first round of matches. So in Group A, we have uh, 147 Delhi. The Reuben sandwich is in there. The second one is a BLT from the Chorus Cafe in Temple Bar. Um, the Toasty from Declan and Donald's. And then the Jive Turkey in Doughboys are in there. 
at the moment. So two from each of these groups will go through at the moment and topping group A with 65% of the votes. Oh! 147 Delhi is the Ruben. A lot of people have uh, voted that one in. Yeah, that was hugely, hugely popular. So uh, second place with 17% uh, Doughboy's Jive Turkey appear to be uh, doing okay. But the voting will stop for this group tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. The group B match as it's taking place uh, Evolve these are the four teams in it Evolve Eatery their breakfast sandwich Fable and Stay's chicken sandwich 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 um, Fresh Out in Smithfield their BLT and Goat's Gruff chicken with attitude sandwich now it is very close in group B Fresh in Smithfield their BLT is currently topping the group with 37% of the votes and in second place Evolve's, Evolve Eatery's breakfast sandwich with 32 so neck and neck there very, very tight. But look, anything can happen overnight. That's it. So it's neck and neck there. Goat's Gruff are currently on 21%. It's the closest group so far. Fable and Stay only with 11 But it's looking like Evolve Eatery, Fresh BLT will be going through the next round. But Goat's Gruff, I wouldn't rule them off just yet. I mean, Goat's Gruff have a solid, solid sandwich and a solid following as well. So the first two groups are up there. The next two groups will be going live. In tomorrow night's uh, match fixtures here on the Sandwich World Cup, the next group's that are taking place. Uh, Gravedigger's Pub, their ham and cheese toasty. Oh, delish. Like another absolute legend of a pub and also legend of a sandwich. The, the beef brisket sandwich out in Greenbench, uh, the hambo in Grilled Malahide and a Happy Outs sandwich as well. They're in the next group and then we have Junior's out in Beggar's Bush, the chicken sandwich there, Loose Cannon's cheese and beet shamo. Oh, no, that wasn't the word. Loose Cannon's he said just ask for betch, a, a betch, betch. Cheese and Betch Toasty. Yeah. Uh, Metro Cafe's BLT and uh, the classic triple decker from O'Brien's. Oh, my, my pick's going in there tomorrow evening. Oh, it is, That yeah. was mine. The triple decker from O'Brien's uh, will be going in. Again, you'll be able to vote on FM104's Twitter. Group stages are taking place on Twitter. The head-to-heads will happen over on our Instagram. But that's it for uh, match day one. It's looking, it's looking intense. It's looking interesting. It's looking like things are heating up. I can't wait to see who wins. I know, yeah. Because they all are deserving of the, the champion title, Best oh, Sambo. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if not, it's a perfect list to have to go and try a sandwich from mm. each of these, the ultimate Dublin sandwich list. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, match day two, kicking off tomorrow night. We'll be chatting to a couple of the cafes and restaurants that are involved with it as well tomorrow evening. Uh, Joel Curry now, this is Bed, it's F104. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Message in there on 0876797104. And there's been a couple of these over the last week as well on some of the social media accounts that have come in. Uh, I thought Saoirse was supposed to be in Love Island this year. And we also got a couple of tweets in saying, I hear you're going to need a replacement for the show now that Saoirse's in Love Island and putting themselves forward. And they sent their CV in. Oh. Now, that was a... April Fool's joke. Yeah. So we, we posted up an article on F104.ie and did a whole thing on air that Saoirse Long was going to be the first ever remote Love Island candidate who'd be dialed in remotely and be in the villa on an iPad that had little wheels on it and she could drive around. And a lot of people believed it. I couldn't get over the amount of people that believed it. A like, huge amount of people believed it. Shocked, really, yeah. to be honest. Uh, I still get the odd person that will, you know, that I know that will message me going, uh, is that true? Yeah. Someone from our own news department here as well who got in touch and was like, hey, can we do a story? And you're like, sorry, it's yeah. it's not true. 
It's not It's not true. No, I'm not going on Love Island. I was never going on Love Island. They didn't pick me. I thought maybe off the back of it they'd pick me. No. Unfortunately not. You're stuck here. Stuck here, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, thanks for um, believing the lie though. Yeah, and that's all obviously kicked off this evening and spare a thought for the couples out there where the lad wants to watch the football and she wants to watch Love Island. I don't know how that's going to be sorted out or rectified. I know, yeah, because which is more important? Well, the football, obviously. Obviously Love Island. I mean, come on. <laughs> You know you want to see what's going on. In the football. Who's getting with who? Is the, the, is the woman yeah. that's into married men, is she going to... They should send a married man in for the crack. That's what they should do. Just wheel him in. Like yeah. feeding uh, food or to the sharks. pretend one of them's married, put a fake wedding oh, ring on his you. finger. Let's see if that changes things up. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, bit of crack anyway. So a lot of infidelity in the news. Love Island people and Matt Hancock over in the UK as well. Just not not a good time to be doing the dirt on your missus uh, alright on the way next speaking of relationships and sleeping around a little bit a man who has fathered 80 something children he's going to be on the show next he's uh, popularly called the Sperminator and he'll be chatting to us about why and how you can father over 80 and possibly I think close to 100 kids at the end of the year uh, that's on the way next year in Room 104 you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104 it's Room 104 now you're not going to believe me when I tell you this, but trust me, we are going to be speaking now to a man who has fathered 77 children by latest accounts. He provides a service to certain women and has been doing so over the last number of years to help them conceive and and have children. He is not an official sperm donation clinic. He just does this out of the kindness of his own heart. His name is Ari Nagel and he joins us now on the show. Ari, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. If I could correct your latest count, I'm at 84 children now. What? Oh, come on. Like, there's a big difference when you say 77, 84. Okay, Ari, just rewind. Can I just ask one question? Why? Well, you could ask that of any parents and why do they have children? So I think in many ways, the reasons are the same, but, you know, it's been very rewarding being able to help so much uh, spread so much love and joy to so many different families. Uh, you know, if you could uh, be in uh, New York this weekend, I got a birthday party on Saturday that I'm very excited about for my daughter, Callie, who's turning three and uh, she'll have a whole bunch of brothers and sisters there and it's going to be a wonderful celebration and I'm going to be bringing a whole bunch of people together, but it's not just the mom that I made very, very happy or this daughter who's going to be very, very happy on her birthday. Uh, but there's going to be uncles and aunts and grandparents uh, that are going to be there as well. And they're all coming together to celebrate and knowing that I was able to help play a role and uh, helping her achieve, you know, her life's purpose. And of course, uh, I'm also going to have a great time at the party. So 84, can you take us back to how this all started? Like what, what was the first child or the first thing that, that, that happened? Well, I have a 17-year-old and then all of my other children are 12 and under. So the 17-year-old was just conceived. Uh, I went to a club and I hooked up with a chick and it was an accident in many ways. I knew her just a few weeks. But then all of the other children, uh, 12 and under, were in some form or another a donation, either to a lesbian couple or to single women that were in their 40s and weren't meeting Mr. Right, or sometimes heterosexual couples. I have had a birthday April 30th with a trans couple. So it's all different types of families that I was able to help grow. How did it start? You know, a lot of the Families have reached out to me now from different media appearances, but initially I was having around two or three children a year. Sometimes they were posting ads online looking for people to help them grow their family or that now they just read an article or they Google Sperminator and then they find me. Okay, I'm just wondering, uh, are any of these children conceived through just hooking up with the, the moms and just, you know, going about it in a planned way? 
Yes, sometimes I have the children conceived the old-fashioned way. The truth is, is that I had a son turn one last month, and that was the last child that I conceived the old-fashioned way. So it's more the exception rather than the rule, because we're talking about around 20 months ago was the last time that I conceived the child the old-fashioned way. The vast majority of the time, the children are conceived just with a cup. So I put the sperm in the cup, the woman puts the sperm inside. So I have 15 women pregnant right now. Only three of them were conceived with a fertility clinic. Uh, the other dozen were all conceived just on our own, giving them sperm in a cup, and then they put it inside on their own. So you'll have close to could have close to a hundred by the end of the year. Your math is a little off. Uh, at eighty-four plus fifteen uh, women pregnant, so I'm close to a hundred. That's true, but actually, uh, I have two women that are expecting twins. There's a woman in Hungary that's expecting twins, and a woman in Connecticut that's expecting twins. So if they all carry the term, then yeah. by January 1st of 2022, I'll have 101. And do you want all the children to have grown up together and to know each other and to be completely involved in all their lives? You know, uh, of course, that's, I think, what every parent wants. They want their children to bond and get together and enjoy each other's company. I know I have a very close relationship with my four brothers and two sisters. But realistically, uh, that's not going to happen. We have children spread out all across the United States. I mean, if I just look at the women that I currently have pregnant, aside from this woman in Humphrey, even just in the United States, they're New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Maryland. I have a woman pregnant in Alabama, Tennessee, Texas, in Florida. These states are just all across the eastern seaboard of the United States. It's just not realistic that they'll all get together. Although this birthday party that I have on Saturday, that mom is from Florida. She's flying into New York to have the birthday party here because she wants a lot of the brothers and sisters uh, to be able to attend. Uh, she does have some siblings that are nearby around two hours away in Orlando, and those kids get together quite often because they're both close in age. Uh, but she wants uh, to have their, her daughter, who's an only child, because when she reached out to me, she was a little older. So the opportunity for maybe additional siblings isn't always there. So she doesn't want her child to be an only child. So she's very happy that the kid will be able to bond with their brothers and sisters. But of course, it's up to the families and what they want, not really the one making the parenting decisions. The moms make all the parenting decisions. So some of them feel very, very close to the other moms and they chat with each other and get together sometimes daily. And then there's other families that just keep to themselves and then don't really want to have anything to do with the other kids or moms. So oh, there is a Facebook group with over 60 of the moms that joined and then they share pictures and uh, they try and get together for Zoom meetings uh, since COVID and things of that nature. A lot of people who will get involved with obviously donating their sperm would never see themselves as a parent or being involved. And probably I don't even think they can be. But do you, do you see yourself as a parent or as a sperm donor? It, it, ultimately, in the end, it's really up to the families that are asking me for help. So some of them want me to play a role. So there's some kids that I've never met. And then there's some kids that I see every single day. Uh, right now, in the next room, I have three kids that are homeschooling and that I'm spending quality time with that I see all the time. And then there's other kids that uh, that I've never met. Sometimes they share pictures. So the level varies. Ultimately, in the end, it's really how they see me. So if they look at me as a donor, then that's the relationship that I have. And then if they look to me as family, as many of them often do, then I am playing a kind of a father role. The vast majority of my children I have met and the vast majority of my children do call me dad. And obviously, obviously, having kids is very expensive. Is that an issue? Yes, certainly. Uh, kids are expensive. But I think in the end, ultimately, kids need a lot of love, even if 
they are buying sneakers from Walmart or whatever the pay less shoe stores and they're not wearing the latest Nikes. I think, uh, you know, if they have a lot of love and attention, I think that's more important. You know, I see so many of my families and some of the moms are a little more well off and some of them struggle financially. But in the end, I think that the lucky children are the ones that are just receiving all this love and attention. And I think that's more important. Uh, of course, financially, I know I struggle. Uh, some of the moms went back on their word and sued for child support, even though that wasn't the arrangement, especially since I was really a donor and trying to help them. But the vast majority of the moms were honest. Uh, I know I have this birthday party on Saturday to go back to it. There's nothing I'd like more than to just be able to say, you know what, let me cover the expenses for the birthday party. But she knows that I struggle financially, but the mom's doing okay. And uh, she'll be able to support the child. Of course, she's really only supporting one child. So uh, I'm not doing much of the supporting. The moms do most of the heavy lifting. For your services, for want of a better word, do you charge? Like, do you, someone comes to you and says, we'd like your sperm for a baby. Do you, do you have a fee? Do you charge? Do you ask for a financial donation or contribution? Nope, I never charged any think to any of the women, although sometimes there are some travel expenses. This woman that's pregnant in Hungary, I had to fly to Hungary and go to the clinic, but uh, I, I don't think it was a lot. Maybe it was one or $200 because I was already helping a woman in the Czech Republic and Slovak Republic, and it was really just like a bus ticket. So it, it was very, very minimal, but uh, sometimes they do reimburse some of my travel costs. And have you any idea whether you're going to slow down and maybe give up being the sperminator or are you going to continue on for as long as you can? Yes. No, I'm definitely not going to continue on as long as I can. I mean, men can have children until they're senior citizens, you know, but whether that's healthy or wise is a different story. I think there's increased risks uh, depending on the age of the male. I think studies have been done for the women more extensively than they have for the man, but sometimes there's a link for autism for the age of the male and they see a little correlation. Uh, but I'm 45 now, so I don't think I'm going to be doing this in my 50s. I look at my dad and he had my baby sister when he was 46. So, but you know, that's a year away. And of course, I hit 100 already by the end of the year if all goes well. So it's not a terrible time to stop, but I'm not sure. But uh, certainly, I'm not going to be doing this in my 50s. Is this, is it a world record, do you know, of having the most amount of children? I'm sure it's not. Uh, you know, there's sheiks and sultans and Mormons and <laughs> there's all sorts of, you know, yeah, I'm sure there's a list that you can Wikipedia and then there's, you know, sperm donors, you know, people who are doing anonymous donations, they're not in the news because they don't know how many children they have, but they could have a lot of children. Nobody keeps track of when you go to a sperm clinic and donate sperm anonymously, how many of those actually translate right. into children. So uh, there's no way for them to track it. Of course, I keep track of my children. I have a spreadsheet and I, of course, I'm in touch with them, but I'm sure it's not, I'm not there at the record, but I'm sure it's, uh, it's not a, a large group of people who hit triple digits. What's your family make of this? Yeah, I got uh, four brothers and two sisters and 27 nieces and nephews. And of course, my parents are in their 70s. And I think all their views vary. A lot of them struggle to see the motivation, but I love them. They love me. We get along. Uh, it's an unconditional kind of love, even if they don't approve of my lifestyle. My four brothers and two sisters are all married, very, very traditional relationships and have children that way. And I think that's what my parents envisioned for me. They're 73 and 78. They're Orthodox Jews, very, very traditional. And I they're not so proud or accepting of my children. I think in many ways they're ashamed of my lifestyle, uh, but it doesn't affect uh, how close we are or uh, us getting along, even if they would prefer I you know, became, uh, in a, entered into a more traditional marriage and had children that way. That being said, my brothers and sisters also vary. Uh, some of them get together with my niece, uh, with my kids and uh, they might get together with their cousins. Uh, my kids get together with their cousins quite often. And uh, some of them don't, you know. What, what do you think is the big misconception people have about what you're doing? What do most people get wrong? Well, you know, people 
question, why don't they just do it the normal way, right? So what's the normal way? Well, the normal way is go to a sperm clinic, right? And then look through a catalog of sperm donors. And then that's how you're supposed to choose your child's father. I mean, one of the most important decisions you're possibly going to make in your whole entire life, who's going to be the father of your child. And you don't even get to have a cup of coffee with the person. Most of the time, you don't even get to see a picture. Maybe you're lucky if you get to see a baby picture. I guess if you really want to see an adult picture, sometimes you have to buy a photo package, but you have almost no information. All you have is basically some form that they filled out. Of course, you know about their sexually transmitted diseases and to make sure that it's safe. But that's about it. I mean, I don't know if they're testing for schizophrenia. They're not testing if they have a temper. <clears throat> uh, you, you know almost nothing. You're going into the situation completely and utterly blind. And that's the, not, not the biggest issue. The biggest issue is when the child's born, then all of a sudden that child never gets to know who the father is. And they suffer from identity issues. I think even if I'm going to be a miserable father, at least my children will know who their father is. And I think knowing is better than not knowing. Of course, I'm going to work every day to make sure that my children know how much I love them. And of course, I wish I'd be able to be as good of a dad as my father was to me. And I know I'll never be able to live up to that just because I'm stretched so thin. Uh, but, you know, I'll do my best. And I think that's in the, uh, always going to be better than I think what a lot of these women were kind of planning on doing, which was, hey, let's do it the normal way. Let's go to a clinic and let's just purchase sperm. So forget about the thousands of dollars that they'd be saving because the vast majority of the women that I helped, they spent less than a dollar. You know, because if they're local, there's no travel expenses. You buy a little soft cup. It's like a menstrual cup. They sell for 79 cents at every drugstore. And uh, that's all they're really using to uh, help conceive. So they're able to save that money for their future child. So I think that's the biggest misconception. They think, well, this is so crazy. Actually, this is a lot more normal. It's a much more normal family dynamic than I think the traditional way. And how do we want lesbians to start a family? Obviously, we all agree they should be able to start a family. So what should they do? Uh, to, should they really be choosing their sperm donor from a from a, a book, you know, and never getting to meet the father and have the child to suffer these identity issues? And then, of course, you also have these single women. They're amazing moms. Uh, why shouldn't they be able to start a family? No, I totally agree. And I, I, I like the concept of this. But have you found it's difficult with yourself trying to get into a relationship or maintain a relationship with your lifestyle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, women don't want to date a guy with, you know, two kids, <laughs> let alone 84. They don't want to date anyone who has 15 women walking around pregnant with their baby. You know, so, you know, I, I could understand that it gets worse because obviously they take up a lot of my time and uh, energy and resources. But, uh, you know, it's also very difficult to be intimate with uh, a partner if I had a girlfriend because I'm meeting someone tonight to give the donation. Well, then I have to abstain, you know, for 24 hours so that I'll build up enough sperm to be able to give this uh, lesbian couple that's asking me for help. Well, then I can't really be intimate with my partner. So in the end, I've tried dating. It hasn't really worked out. It hasn't really been fair to the partner. I was in a lot of short-term relationships, uh, but you know, I'm not lacking any love in my life. I have a lot of love and joy. And of course, uh, even uh, with the lesbian mothers or the single moms, uh, we have a lot of love for each other, even if it's not of the romantic nature. So do you want your own family and to settle down and have a, a, a closed family unit, for want of a better word? That is, you know, my own family. I mean, I don't make the parenting decisions uh, for my children, but they very much feel like my children. I certainly feel the love from the children and I have a lot of love for them, even if the parents are making the parenting decisions. So I have kids in a couple of different countries that the, the more I travel, the more I see how all these families, we're all just the same. Well, it's a fascinating story. A hundred percent. One of the most unique stories we've ever heard of in a long time. Um, I don't know if there's someone listening who might maybe want to either get in touch with you or find a little bit more about your story or who knows, even 
potentially avail of your services. I don't, I don't know even if, if they can or they will or you're going international regardless. But do you have a website or do you have online accounts that people can check you out and find you on? Yeah, well, I'm not really advertising uh, my services, but you could go Google Sperminator. <laughs> There's a lot of links. Unfortunately, that's not the, the name that most people call me, but somehow the media dubbed me the Sperminator and that somehow stuck. Uh, but uh, you know, Cute Professor is my Instagram and my Snapchat, or I'm on Facebook, and a lot of the women reach out to me on Facebook. Or yeah, I'm going to Europe next month. I have a woman in London who asked me for my help. I'll be going to Germany, and then I'll be going to Georgia, the uh, country, you know, the one uh, near mm-hmm. Turkey. So uh, that's my tentative plans. I didn't purchase a ticket usually i wait for their period to start and then we'll try and price out a flight and i'm going to try and knock out all of those three places in just one flight so i'll just buy a couple of one ways but maybe i'll have a, a baby in ireland uh, before i know who knows who knows <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately uh, my penis isn't long enough to reach ireland so uh, that's why they're gonna have to be out of flight but uh you know the flights i think have been affordable and uh, i'm getting my second vaccine this week so god well listen uh, the sperminator ari nagel thanks a million for popping on and tell the 84 kids we said hello and we'll chat you again soon i look forward to it be well you're listening to the room 104 podcast with cormac moore and sir shalong fm 104 mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rose irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.